Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Greetings to you wherever you are. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Evolving Convos Podcast, and I'm Elena. And I'm Andrew. And girl, I am so excited to be sitting here today and finally for the opportunity to be able to share our hearts with the podcast. How are you feeling? I'm feeling excited as well. This idea was literally born eight months ago from a conversation and now we are sitting in exactly real life and it's happening i know it's here and it's beautiful and i'm so grateful for this exactly. for this moment and listen vr moment so that means vulnerability moment okay yes and it's scary as <laughs> and eric our guy will put a beat there but the reason why I say that is because it's so beautiful to step into your power, but also it's so fucking scary. It is. And we need to normalize that, and that's okay. It is. Yeah, so this is a safe place. But you know what that also means? It means we're present. Exactly. And how beautiful is that? Because yeah, this right. is something to be 100% present for. Exactly. Um, what, was, what was one of your biggest reasons that you felt of uh, intentions of, of creating Evolving Convos? So for me, I found that a lot of my conversations in my everyday life and even in discovery of myself were very inauthentic. Mm. I feel like a lot of times we get caught up in the, how are you? Good. How are you? Let's talk about the weather. And I really wanted to provide a platform where we could have authentic, transparent conversations Mm -hmm. about whatever conversations between you and I conversations between us and you, we want to hear you. I want to listen to your dreams. Yeah. I want to listen to what are you passionate about? What inspires you? Yeah. And so I think that this was a great platform for us to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree 1000%. And I could tell you that knowing you as my cousin and seeing you transform yourself, I could tell you that that certainly meets every single value that you carry within. So um, I'm honored to do this with you. And really, really, my reason for wanting to do this was because, you know, I consider that I have endured, um, you know, a a long journey of suffering, but it has landed me to a beautiful place. And uh, we'll get into that in this uh, podcast. But the point is, is I really just wanted to offer that in some way, some shape, some capacity to others if they so chose to pick it up or, or entertain themselves with it. So I'm happy to be here. Exactly. And I think to those that this podcast reaches, it will do just that for them. For sure. So thank you to everyone listening. We hope that you, our story resonates with you. We hope that it inspires you because our intention is to give life to you because we have that life within ourselves. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we really thought that, you know, how did we kick this thing off, right? We really brainstormed and really pondered on that. And I thought we, we both agreed that the best thing to do is to start it off with an introduction because even though, I mean, I do believe that what we actively think and feel in the present, we will continue to attract in the future. But I also think that it's it's been, it's of benefit for others to hear where we came from and, and how we've evolved to the people that we are today. And who are we? Yeah. And who we're going to be. <laughs> exactly. Right? Because I tell, who I tell, coming. Yeah, for sure. I always tell, you know, my close friends that if I'm agreeing with the same thing next month that I am today, it's, it's probably not a good sign because we should always be growing and always be changing. Exactly. I had someone ask me the other day, have I always been this way? And I yeah. said, no, 
And they just looked at me and I said, and I'm not going to be this way tomorrow. Because the whole point, isn't it to evolve? Exactly. Isn't it to be better tomorrow than we are today? Girl, we didn't talk about dropping those nuggets so early. (laughs) We're dropping your bombs. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. All right. Well, back to me. So we're supposed to be talking about my introduction. (laughs) She's over here dropping you guys nuggets. But yes, that is so true. It is so true. And that's when we just talked about it today. You know, yesterday, right? We we are allowed to feel the way we feel, and we don't have to perform for anyone. Exactly. So it's a beautiful thing, and we're certainly going to talk about all of that on our podcast. Um, just to share a little bit about myself, so my name is Andrew Morales. I'm of 31 years of age. I'm born and raised in Orlando, Florida. My mother was Cuban, or is Cuban, I should say. Came over at the age of six. My dad is Puerto Rican. He passed, I think, two or three years ago. He was not in our lives. He was a drug addict. Um, You know, we lived a very dysfunctional childhood. You know, a lot of things happened that probably, or not probably, they should have not happened. Exactly. Um, And, you know. Because you deserved better. Correct. I just want to throw that in there. Yes, because I deserved better. Exactly. It just all started from the age of seven or eight. I, I was not able to fluently speak. My sister my beautiful sister had to translate for me because literally people could not understand what I was saying. You know, when I first heard that story, mm-hmm. I literally was like an eight-year-old. I'm like, wow. And then I have a six-year-old. So I look at my six-year-old yeah. who talks to me like an 80-year-old man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you even imagine yeah. if he literally could not talk? Yeah. Like the magnitude of that impact on your life. Yeah. It literally was like jibber jabbish. And, oh. and you know what's crazy? is I've always remembered certain scenes in my childhood where I would look towards my sister and she literally would translate what I was saying. It's beautiful that you had someone that was able to understand you. Exactly. And And now people can't shut me up. (laughs) You better praise Jesus. That's the damn truth. Y'all get that on tape. So going back to my childhood, um, and then there's just so much other things, right? So I was molested several times, raped. My mom remarried. The guy was extremely verbally, even at times to my sisters, was uh, physically abusive. I was sexually abused, as I stated, by a female and a male. That created a lot of sexuality confusion in my life. Now I see it all as a blessing. Um, am I grateful that I went through that? Hell no. I mean, I'm not. Well, I think we're grateful for the resilience. Right. Well, well, what I was about to tell you is, is I'm grateful for the fact that I endured it and I just didn't stay there. I surpassed it. I, exactly. I thrived. Exactly. I overcame it. And then I got married at the age of 18 um, and had three beautiful children. I got to take a deep breath on that one. 18. Exactly. <laughs> they're 18. like, whoa. <laughs> 18. 18. You can vote. You can get married. Go for it. That's right. Wow. That's right. Okay. Then I had three children which that in itself was such a propeller to my self-discovery and my self-evolution right. because it really started to shine the light. And that's what I call triggering and the shadow work is, is it started to shine the light in certain areas of my childhood that I had never, never experienced or even realized that there was pain. An example would be, you know, when my son was born, I remember my wife coming to me and saying, hey, you don't even show any affection to our child, um, which happened to, which was a, is a boy. And I understood in that moment 
in my spirit that it was because I had never been held or there was never affection shown towards me by another male. Wow. So that in itself set me to really find some inner healing. And it took me probably 10 or 12 years to get to a point where all is well and it's okay. And I hope I never stop healing because it's a never ending process. Exactly. And when I got married, that set me into a state of survivalship because not that I confront the fact that I was scared as a child, the fact that I never had a father, dysfunctional family, et cetera. Now I've put myself in a position where I have three beautiful children that depend on me. Right. And at that time, I mean, I honestly have no idea what it was inside of me that triggered. The only thing I could say now is the fact that it was obviously my higher self. It was the deeper part of ourselves, which we're going to talk about in this entire series of podcasts, is the fact that we are born from a greater place, which is source, I believe. But going back to this point is I had to suffer, right? Well, at least that was what I understood. You thought, right? Yes, right? So then I started working extremely hard, started working 12, 14, 16 hours a day. I remember to get my first promotion, I drove to Jacksonville after having a meeting with uh, the CEO of the company and telling her that I believe I could do better for the company. And she said, well, go out to this property. It's failing. And I remember driving out to the property and sleeping on a mobile home floor for 13 weeks, wow. hoping that I eventually would get the promotion. Wow. I eventually did land the promotion, moved. And four days without even understanding what I was going to get paid, I was hoping to get paid. If I could get, if I could get paid twenty eight thousand dollars a year, I was going to be able to survive. Wow! They called me and offered me thirty two after living there, and I thought I was good. And that started the survivalship, the mentality where we have to survive. Again, everything works for our good. Because there's not one space in my life that I look back and it did not evolve me to the next chapter of who I wanted to become. Exactly. So um, I moved around several times in Florida. And after receiving great accomplishment in the corporate world and, you know, making um, six figures, et cetera, I found myself extremely depressed and extremely miserable. At one point, I was 350 pounds. Wow. But again, I had to continue to survive for my children. Right. Because the story that kept playing in my head was I could not give up on them like my father gave up on me. I could not do to them like my father did to me. So I remember pulling up to work and just feeling dead. Just like you got to do what you got to do. I just want to say yes. that that is so beautiful. Yeah, it is deep. I mean, I even like... It's emotional for me to even think about because it really sets the platform for our lives, right? Mm -hmm. When you're a small child and you don't have that person rooting for you, it's like you already start off not whole. Yeah. Your whole life, you're being taught like you'll be whole when you meet your other half. You'll be whole when you complete college. You'll be whole when you make a certain amount of money. Yeah. None of that matters. No. You're never going to be whole until you're whole within yourself. Yeah. So true. Until you start fighting for you. So true. And say, I am this way because I deserve to be this way. Correct. Not because of the job I have. Not because of the spouse I have. Not because of the way I look. Right now, who I am is good enough. Yeah. 
and deserving. Exactly. Another <laughs> nugget. <laughs> so um, basically, it led me to a counselor's office. And I had tried counseling prior to that. And it was never a right fit. But something inside of me said, go again. Right. So what I learned to do is, is I told myself, you're going to call, you're going to call the counselor and you're going to interview them. Right. And then if it's not a match, then it's not going to be matched. Now I understand exactly. if they're not attuned to your same vibration, exactly. then. So, um, yeah, I met Anastasia and I signed a contract with her and I went twice a week for Good like for almost you. a year. Had to take a break, had to go back. Finally at a point where, where uh, there is no state of healed. Right. There's only a state of healing. Right. And that gave me so much peace because it, it, it put at ease what you just said earlier. Right. Is where I find myself today is okay. Exactly. All is well. And when we really understand that every single thing is working for us and not against us. Right. And there's not one thing that is out of divine timing. Exactly. Okay. Now, what does that mean? Well, we attract things that perhaps we're not happy with, right. but it's still in divine timing because that's what we are attracting. Right. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about all of our journeys and, and how we got here, okay. where is that one time where you feel alive? What is that one thing in your life that connects you back to source where you're like, I feel alive no matter what's going on in my life? Well, it's crazy you asked me that because the greatest like launching point for this new phase of my life was when I had to ask myself if there was one thing that I could be doing if time and money was not an issue, what would that be? And I realized everything that I had prioritized in my life was not part of that answer. Wow. And that's when things started to shift. That's when I started placing myself first. That's when I started chasing my dreams. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it really came in. Because I realized that my passion was really my artistry, right? Speaking, writing, helping others. And uh, and, and music is probably one of the biggest ones. So um, reconnecting to that, because I had to abandon that during survivalship in order to su- survive for my children. At least right. that's what I thought at that time. Right. Um, and and nonetheless, that's what brought me to the present moment, exactly. right? Is is the, that's the beautiful thing about life is you learn what you do want by learning what you don't want, right? Or experiencing what you don't want. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Sometimes we learn that by by <laughs> stories. Sometimes we learn that by experiences. All five senses. Exactly. Sometimes we lo- <laughs> we learn it multiple times. I was gonna say sometimes it takes all five for us to be like, all right, I'm good on that experience. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, so honestly, Elena, I, I am so grateful to be in this space because I feel like I'm 15 again. I don't even feel like I'm carrying a life of 65. Because I, I mean, when I used to celebrate my birthdays, I used to be like, oh my God, I feel like I'm quadruple age. I never I've, understood that, why people struggle with age so much. Yeah, just I never understood, exactly. And I'm like, you know, in our truest form, it's that inner child. Exactly. Which, no matter what you're chronological ages like you are whoever you say you are yeah yeah, for sure you know you show up however you want to show up yeah and who's to say that's five six seven eight or 25 for sure for sure so in this in this new in this new uh phase of my life 
I'm just really, you know, excited to be here and look forward to sharing as much as we can. Um, you know, we're going to have so many different series and I eventually bring on guests and stuff like that. So I'm just so excited to see what this new phase of my life brings. I'm excited to yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to experience it, watch it, see it. And mostly, I'm excited because as we continue to walk through this work, meaning walking through our own stories, we continuously will obtain a new insight on it. Exactly. Until the day we take our last breath and our energy, our spirit returns to source, we will be able to have a deeper understanding as much as we choose to. Exactly. So um, I look forward to it. Beautiful. So tell us about you, girl. <laughs> What's up with you? What's, right? What juicer? Where do I start? What juicery? So I, I thought about like how do I want to portray who I am, mm -hmm. and I thought about all the all the like titles, right? Like I'm a mom. I'm a college graduate. I finished my MBA in February. My career, my and I said, you know what, Elena, that's not who you are. Yeah. Those are roles in your life. That is yes. not who you are. How do you really describe yourself? How yes. do you show up and describe yourself? And I thought, you know what? What I do is every day I strive to be the most authentic, present version of myself. Mm -hmm. And whatever that means for that day is is who I am that yeah. day. Yeah. Now, I make best for it to be the best version of myself, but sometimes I'm not the best version of myself mm -hmm. and that's okay too. Um, but I, I struggled a lot, very similar to our stories. I mean, we're cousins, but we didn't grow up together, yeah. which I think is, is so fascinating because mm -hmm. we share a lot of similarities, but you, you, better grew up, stop you, those people. you, <laughs> you grew up in Florida. I grew up in New Jersey. Exactly. Um, although our moms are sisters, so exactly. I'm also half Cuban but my father is Palestinian, mm -hmm. and I grew up with my father's family for the mm -hmm. most part. Um, and that, so I'm, I'm first generation born in the United States. Both my parents immigrated here. Mm -hmm. And that, I didn't understand at the time how much that conditioning really was. Mm -hmm. So much so, like from other countries. Because even when you look at people that are from United States and, and their traditions and their things. Like, I remember Thanksgiving, we never had turkey. Mm. I was like, what is this? Like, we were having Arabic food for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it's like even something so small like that really shaped who I am. Mm. And so um, I experienced a lot of dysfunction in my family that I didn't realize was dysfunction at the time. I thought it was normal. Um. I was also molested as a child mm. by my grandfather, my mm. father's father. And I was able to articulate that at five years old to my parents. Mm. And they were unable to protect me. Mm. They were unable to put a stop to that. They were unable to really do anything. Mm. And so in that, in that time, what it taught me at such a young age was you have to do things for yourself. Mm. You got to be strong for yourself. You got to protect yourself. And what I didn't really understand is that it also taught me that there wasn't that love for me either. Mm. And I don't think, and I wasn't deserving of that love. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't deserving to be protected. I wasn't deserving for someone to say, 
I love you enough yeah. to do this for you. And it spiraled into a, well, I should say it really shaped the choices that I made in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I also got married very young. I had children young. Um, and it put me in a place where my life where I was like, there has to be something better than this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I remember being like 20, I don't know, in my early 20s, married. My ex-husband had three children from a previous relationship. So here I was, stepmom to three children, early 20s. Mm -hmm. I had my daughter at the time. And so I'm raising four children and my and married and doing fulfilling all these roles that I thought I was supposed to do, mm -hmm. right? I was supposed to be a wife. I was supposed to cook. I was supposed to clean the house and all these things that I'm like, I have no idea who I am. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I'll never forget that one day I walked into my master bathroom and I looked at myself in the mirror and I caught a glimpse of myself and I literally was like, I have no idea who you are. Mm. I have no idea who that person is looking at you. Mm. And I found myself no light in myself. Oh. And it was such a aha moment for me because yeah. that wasn't who I was. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I, I'm a fun, loving person. I, I love to laugh. I love to have a good time. I love to play around. And I'm like, I was so mean <laughs> and so like hard exterior that it was like, but it was just a form of protection of myself, mm -hmm. you know, but I didn't understand all that at the time. And so it really forced me to look at myself and say, Elena, who are you right now? And never mind about that. Who do you want to be? Mm. And so I got divorced. I, I made a five-year plan for myself and said, this is who I'm going to become. Mm. And it was a beautiful moment because I told myself, you have a blank canvas. Mm -hmm. You're going to do everything that you want to do on this canvas. Yeah. Who do you want to be? Yeah. Yeah. And I literally created a person and said, I'm going to be her. Yeah. And so my... What she, what she means is she created herself. <laughs> And she became herself. She just didn't. Re she just didn't realize that at that time. <laughs> yes, because that person was always inside of me. Yeah, because that was your true self. Right. She's like, this is my true self. Right. The three hundred and fifty pound Andrew was never the real Andrew. Right. It was a result of the broken Andrew right. or the hurt. Exactly. Yeah. I always say that the most challenging relationship we will ever have is the one with ourselves, yeah. Yeah. because you can't leave yourself. Yeah. You can't block yourself on the iPhones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And no matter what you do, those decisions, no matter how much we suppress them, they come out in other ways. Whether it's overeating, which I struggled with my entire life, or it's attracting toxic individuals, putting up with abusive behavior that we thought that that's what we deserved, mm -hmm. or, you know, drug, alcohol abuse. I mean, there's so many ways that these negative things impact our lives that it's like, we don't, until we really understand the core wound of where it came from, you really can't move forward. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's what it really was. Like, let's understand where all this behavior is coming from yeah. because you deserve better. Yeah. And so my, my goal, and I know we share this for this podcast is really to share a story, mm -hmm. let it in, inspire somebody, let mm -hmm. somebody show. I think 
a lot of times people look at the end result and see who you are and see how you live and they're like oh my gosh i wish i could just be be just like her and i'm like listen i i am just like you mm -hmm. and you are like me because i'm like you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i think that's a beautiful thing about this platform that we've been given yeah. is to be able to share our story yeah, yeah. and say sure. you know this is what we went through you can Whatever it is you went through, it doesn't it doesn't change your course for your future. Yeah. You decide your course for your future. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing your story. It's such a beautiful story. Um, what do you think your one of your biggest takeaways has been since your evolvement to your higher self? What was your biggest learning learning lesson? My biggest learning lesson, which is going to kick off our series is love yourself first we like you literally if you cannot have the foundation of loving and accepting yourself right now mm -hmm. because you're good enough right now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i was one of those that was like if i just lose 30 pounds i mean i mean i struggled with massive weight i mean i lost 160 pounds but i'm just putting it into context if we lose this much weight if my hair was only blonde if my eyes were blue if i you know whatever story you told yourself mm -hmm. or whoever told you that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know then then you're good enough and that's not true yeah you're good enough right now exactly so let's start by looking at ourselves yeah. every day yeah. and picking out something that you love about yourself yeah. yeah so so you know i think this is probably one of the most badass things of the podcast is the fact that we have very similar stories to a certain extent, and we have very similar beliefs, but we most of the time we have vastly different opinions on it. We do. <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing because number one, um, ever since you and I have, have rekindled our relationship and our new selves and higher selves, and as we continue to evolve in that, is we're able to love each other without the judgment of, what's right or what's wrong exactly. or it, you know his way is not right or my way is right my way is the only way etc and it's a beautiful thing because that is yeah. what love is and i think it's a beautiful reminder that there is not one road mm -hmm. or one journey yeah. for everyone my journey looks different than yours mm -hmm. it doesn't make yours or mine less important mm -hmm. it literally just means we had different paths but the ultimate goal for me anyways, everyone has their own goals. The ultimate goal for me was how do I sit with myself yeah. without anyone else and yeah. be happy with myself? Yeah. Find peace and content with who I am. Yeah. Yeah. How do I do that? Yeah. Because I can remember a time where I couldn't even be by myself. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be surrounded by people or out with somebody or do, doing things. And it was like, why? you still felt alone you right exactly right and then you literally like i need to avoid everybody else but even when i'm with everybody else i don't even feel like they yeah. see me yeah yeah and that's such a pivotal conversation that we'll have to have at a later time but we have relationships with so many people in our lives but who really sees you yeah and you know further on my comment of self is i'm anxiously awaiting to be able to bring to the table my philosophies on why we are where we are. And I've gotten to those philosophies through what I consider spirit and source, which is God. I mean, you can call him God, and it's in my perspective, it's the same exact thing. 
I'm really eager on bringing to the table my philosophies on self because I believe that everything is a projection of self. Right. Meaning if there's a disconnection in your outer world, right. which when your spouse with workplace or right. et cetera, it always results back to a disconnection with, with yourself. self. Reflections, Correct. right? Correct. Right. And the original, original, original version of salvation in the Holy Bible is self-salvation, meaning saving ourselves from ourselves. Exactly. Because many of us have never been in jail, but many of us live in prisons in our mind. Exactly. And I've been there. I know what it's like to roll out of the bed and be 350 pounds and and, and not even want to go to work the next day or not even be able to you know have any ambition to do anything in life except the bare minimum in order to survive. And um, I'm looking forward to those conversations. They're going to be beautiful. I think one of the most beautiful sentences from my favorite poem that I have is that it is our light, not our darkness, that most scares us. Yeah. And literally, it is just that. We were comfortable being 360 pounds. We were comfortable being in dysfunction. Girl, that food, we thought that food tastes good. (laughs) And that darkness... It was okay with us because mm-hmm. it was comfortable mm-hmm. because we knew it. Mm-hmm. And shedding all that and getting to that place of light was scary. Mm-hmm. For sure. It was scary. So it truly is our light and the power of who we can become Yeah, that scares us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Beautiful. Yeah, it is very beautiful. And, you know, I, I do also want to mention that I'm always going to bring it back to self and you know, none of us are out here looking to save anyone because I think one of the the false stories that are running on social media is, you know, do I believe that there's gurus? Do I believe that people are anointed or people have special gifts for certain things? Absolutely. I have many myself. You have them. Right. But I also believe that we have infinite power to obtain that ourselves. So what I'm more interested in is teaching others that are interested in learning how to tap into self. Exactly. And, um, you know, that comes through, you know, a podcast or that comes through a video or that comes through some type of webinar. That's great. But at the end of the day, it comes back to self. And when you bring it back into perspective, then you can't idolize anyone. You can't say, wow, that person is so beautiful and strong. She did what she did because you're not taking it back to self. You're projecting that onto someone else which again is part of my philosophy of life, which honestly has been around for hundreds of years as I've done, you know, more and more digging. So um, I'm super, super, super excited. And I feel so humbled and and grateful to be here. And I can't wait to see what the future holds. But I'm uh, humbled for the present moment. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Evolving Convos podcast. Look out for our next series, which is going to be about loving yourself first. We appreciate your time, your presence here with us. Yeah. Wherever you find yourself, we send you nothing but love, peace, and joy. And remember, wherever you find yourself, it's okay. Love you. Until next time. Yes. Bye-bye. Exactly. Hey guys, I wanted to give you a present and a gift directly from my heart to yours. In November, I woke up probably about six in the morning and I went downstairs to meditate and I felt a very sweet presence of what I consider God. And I wrote this song and 
it really spoke to my heart and really told me it was time to stop playing short and stop minimizing my light and really chase my, pur my purpose and my passion. I want to share this song with you. It's not officially out yet, but if you stay to the last portion of this episode, I hope you enjoy it. It's called Fly, and I hope that you take the opportunity and fly to the best of your life. Bless you. I don't want to give up the best days of my life I don't want to give up seeing the sunrise I don't want to live in a box that you created for me For I know that there is so much, so much to see So fly, open up your wings and fly, can't you see that the wind is blowing for you, the skies are open and blue, there is no better time to become you. Thank you.